Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. We are recording this episode extremely early, okay? So let's just have a round of applause for that because I normally will procrastinate it at least. I mean, like, kind of. I will procrastinate it later in the week. Like, I'll still get it done, like, recently, I would say by like Friday, it's completely done or Saturday at the latest it's finished. And I upload them on Mondays, like they come live. So my goal was to start recording them earlier in the week. But the main reason I'm doing it is because I have plans tonight, tomorrow, and the next day. And then I travel to go home next Tuesday. So I was like, okay, let's get this one done early so that we can just kind of feel good about things and just let loose and have fun when I'm out doing things with my friends and everything instead of feeling like I didn't get something done yet or like having the stress of needing to record this. I, you guys know I like to get this done before my fun because then I feel complete. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very proud of myself right now because it is currently Wednesday and this will be coming out the next Monday after. So I'm going to try to keep getting ahead of my podcastings and everything just so episodes aren't stressful for me. I can just have fun with it and have things planned out in advance. That's the goal, okay? So anything that you guys want to hear, podcast episodes, anything like that, like any topic at all, any questions you want me to cover, please let me know because I am planning on having guests over the next couple weeks. So I'm going to have Shelby on. That has not changed. That is one of my best friends. And we are going to be talking about God knows what. Me and her can talk about literally anything forever. Like we'll be on the phone a lot of the times and I'm like, Shelby, like we have to do a podcast on this. Like this is too good. Like people need to hear this. She's like, I know. So I've taken notes on a lot of things. She will be coming on at some point to discuss um, like forming a healthy relationship with food, but we're kind of tabling that one for now. So we are going to be bringing her on at some point. So just if you have any questions in particular for Shelby, please DM me, message me on my Instagram and I will make sure I note that so we can make sure that we answer those questions for you when she does come on. I do want to bring my sister on as well. So as I'm home over the next like week or so for my birthday, me and her discussed that we are going to do a podcast. So I don't know what we'll talk about. We might talk about like maybe family stuff and growing through that kind of thing together because obviously my sister gets it in a way that, you know what I mean? like the same way as me. So just to give a different perspective and what it was like maybe dealing with a family that wasn't super close and, you know what I mean, amazing and perfect, which I know nobody's is. But I don't know. If you have any other topics you want me to talk about with my sister, though, she is a mother of three. So I'll brainstorm that. But also, I will be with Abby and Alex over the next two weeks. So once I'm with them in North Carolina, I would not be surprised if, like, I recorded the part two with Alex maybe when I was there or even if me and Abby decided to get a little crazy and do another podcast about literally anything. So just my friends basically are the only people that I'm currently like talking to you about bringing on at the moment. But I think that that is even more intimate and more fun. You know what I mean? Whenever you can bring people on that, cause I have so many people in my life that can talk about so many different amazing things and they're just great people. So I'm excited for you guys to get to listen to their perspectives and all that stuff. But if you do want to listen to my best friend or her husband, the two that I just mentioned, Abby and Alex, they are currently my only two guests on the podcast so far. And you can go and listen to their episodes below. Anyways, let's get into today's topic. This one has been highly requested for weeks, for weeks. Okay, people have been asking me to do this one for a very, very long time. And I have just known it was going to take me to sit down and it was going to take more planning on my part just to make sure I, I get everything in there that I want you guys to get out of this. So today's episode is going to be all about how to thrive and where to start in your fitness journey. So we're going to start by me sharing a little bit about my fitness journey and kind of how I got to where I am currently. 
and my goals for the future and then also giving you guys like my tips and tricks that I would highly recommend whenever you're trying to get in the zone and get motivated and just basically start your fitness journey. I promise you these things work and if you follow them I swear you could be a different person in a couple months. Like I'm sharing you genuine ways of how I motivate myself and how I stay disciplined with fitness. So getting right into it. So I just want to chat about the fact that I was not always a super like act. I was always active. That's a lie. But I wasn't always somebody who enjoyed being active, if that makes sense. Like I did, but only really when I wanted to, if that makes sense, or in ways where I didn't find it to be unbearable or miserating, which I'm sure a lot of people can agree. If you like to run or if you don't like to run, like when you run, it's not really like it takes some getting used to and it takes some dedication. I feel like if you or maybe you did just grow up loving running. But most people I talk to are like running sucks. And I'm like, you know what? Running does suck. But like at the same time now, coming to terms with it later in my adult life, I'm like running makes you feel so good. But like it just takes a certain kind of person. But my point is in high school, I did a lot of sports whenever I was younger. Like I probably done every single sport that's in like a Eastern, like East Coast school. Like we didn't have lacrosse or we didn't have rugby or we didn't have anything like that. But I did softball, baseball, basketball, um, a lot of stuff when I was younger, basically, like dance, um, acro I was in, which is like um, tumbling dance. Like you would do like flips and stuff during dance. But whenever I started getting more into sports, I would say, and like I took them more seriously, the two sports that I really focused on was cheerleading and track. I'm so sorry. Can you hear my freaking whatever's going on outside? I just listened to it back and I couldn't hear it. So hopefully you can't hear it. But if so, it's just somebody getting a new roof next door. I totally forgot that was happening. But anyways, we're going to continue. But cheerleading and track were the two things that the two sports I focused on whenever I was in high school. And I probably I was a cheerleader from I want to say like sixth or seventh grade till I was in 10th grade. And then silly me decided to quit just I mean I ha- that's just a whole other story in itself but I loved cheerleading I loved mounting and just stunting those are two words that literally are describing the same thing but basically throwing girls in the air and just all that stuff and just the it became more of a competitive sport and I think we did compete in a couple competitions which made it really really fun because we had a coach come in but that ended up ending whenever I was in 10th grade but I did track and field mainly sprints so like 100 200 4 by 1 4 by 4 400 if I didn't say that already Um, so yeah, those are my events and that's kind of how I was whenever it came to being active when I was younger, but basically I liked being active, but whenever it came to running, that was where I was kind of like, eh, so I I am really fast. So that was one thing where I could, I could perform well on track and I always knew I was quick, right? Whatever. But so I was at the point where I was just kind of like, eh, like I don't enjoy this. This really like sucks. You know what I mean? I was just a baby. So I did what I had to do, but I mainly only cared about my events. I didn't care about training. I had the worst attitude when it came to like the way that I was looking at track back then, but I did it mainly for the team events. I cared more about team events at that point. Cause I was like, all right, cool. Like I'll do it for you guys. I knew I wasn't the fastest. That's not a good attitude to have. But when I knew I wasn't the best, I was like, you know what? I don't really care about this anymore, which is so dumb. But that is kind of my athletic situation whenever I was in high school. But we did really good in track and in our relays, we went to states and stuff. But I ended up quitting track, I think my senior year. I think I did it until my junior year. And then I guess my senior year, like I don't even really remember to be honest. But going through high school and honestly, like all of college, I was never super into fitness. I maybe would work out here and there very, very rarely. You know what I mean? How like sometimes you'd go to the gym with your friends. I never took it seriously. And 
So that was kind of how it went during college. And then after college, I just like started taking fitness really seriously and I wanted to. So my one friend made a workout plan. So I was following his plan and that was right before, I think it was 2019. So right before COVID happened, you know what I mean? So I got into the gym, I was getting comfortable and going to the gym, like at least like probably four times a week or whatever. So in general, my fitness journey, I would say started in 2019 realistically. But so I followed his plans for a minute and then the pandemic happened. So I literally couldn't go to the gym anymore. So I was like, okay, what do I do now? Because I was really enjoying that and getting into it, even though I wasn't taking it like totally, totally serious. That was definitely when I like dipped my foot in until it'd be like, okay, cool. I like this. So then my friend Kara, she is a registered dietitian and trainer. And so I was kind of chatting with her just because me and her are really good friends. She's actually Abby, which is my best friend, her roommate in college. So me and Kara became good friends. And so I would just kind of message her stuff. And I knew that she was selling workout plans. So I got into her like at home plans that you could do with just dumbbells. So it got me comfortable moving my body with dumbbells, getting used to doing certain movements, knowing what to expect, knowing how to do them properly, because I really didn't have that before. I never had anyone really introduce me to the gym or show me the basics of the gym. You know what I mean? So maybe I would work out here and here and there, like very, very slim whenever before this point in my life, but I never really knew what I was doing. But Kara's plans in general were just such a great place for me to start and learn the basics and just learn a lot through fitness through her. If you want to check her out, I will have her Instagram and her podcast. She started a podcast not too long ago. I don't know how long, maybe like a year or so ago, linked down there. So you can go and check her out and kind of find her places just because she does have a lot of great info for sure. If you're someone who's looking to figure out your macros or just kind of get more informed, whether it is with fitness or with food or whatever, she's definitely a good person to hit up. She is very, very, very qualified. But so after Kara's plans, after I was doing that for a minute, I stumbled across a girl named Tamara Anthony on either TikTok or Instagram. I think it was TikTok where I found her and I quickly fell in love with her. Like I love her so much. So I started her gym guides that she made which actually before she had a gym guide, she had a dumbbell only guide. So I started that also getting even more comfortable just with deadlift movements with dumbbells and just things that honestly were foreign to me before. So I did that to learn the basics again and just learn a little bit more. And that definitely got me feeling comfortable and confident and just kept me doing something productive during the pandemic, which was huge because I was off work. I'm a dental hygienist. I was off work because I genuinely couldn't work at all. couldn't work remote. Um, so I was off for three months, so it was just really fun. I really enjoyed that time to be honest with you. And I was just working out at home doing that every single day and it just became a nice, easy, healthy habit. And I quickly realized how much I enjoyed it. And then after her dumbbell workouts, time went on, I think I moved to Texas and late 2020 and she came out with gym guides. So loved that because that way I could get into the gym and I knew exactly what to do. It was already like, it was a workout plan all planned out for me. It was very cheap, like maybe, I think it's $15 a month if you do want to do it. Um, I'm currently not doing it at the moment. I recently canceled mine and I'll explain why in just a few minutes, but I was doing that for a very long time. I have so many of them that I can just continue to refer back to you to save them. And now you have so many workouts. So if you ever don't have a workout, you're going to have all those ones that you got. You can either do it monthly or you can um, buy it just once a month, try it out and then see if you want to keep using it. So I did her gym guides consistently 
like going to the gym at least four times a week for two years. So that is when I saw the most growth. I got into hip thrusting. I got into deadlifting. I learned how to just lift the right way, I would say, and like got more into my form, that kind of stuff. And I just felt more confident to get into the gym and do stuff. Before I tried her plans, I never hip thrusted ever. I didn't know how. There wasn't videos about it. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's so much today. If you get on and look up like how to hip thrust, like it's all over TikTok. Like that is the place like to actually learn a lot of information when it comes to fitness and like working out to be honest with you there's so many good resources on there could not recommend her plans enough i definitely saw like a lot of results and i saw myself i don't know grow the booty and just like get more muscular in the areas that i wanted to and i just feel good like i genuinely just felt good and i love her program still the only reasons that i stopped like i canceled it recently or i don't even know i think i still am paying for it i tried to cancel and i couldn't but was to work with a personal trainer. So I started doing that in February of this year um, for one time a week, so just one day a week, every Friday. So since then, I've been following his workout plan and I actually just recently like stopped working with him, but I'm still using his workout plan. So he just gave me a new one, but I have so much traveling and stuff coming up and just figuring out my life that I wanted to back off from that. But so the main reason I wanted to work with him and just like work with a personal trainer in general was because I just felt like I wanted to level up with my fitness, push myself, make sure I was doing the correct form and everything just because I wasn't totally confident that I was with a lot of movements. And I just wanted to feel like, okay, cool. Like I know how to properly, I wanted to get my speed down. I wanted to make sure I was doing like full range of motion and like just doing everything the right way pretty much. So having him there, one to push me, that was another the reason I just kind of wanted to make sure I was pushing myself but so just in those two months I've just seen so many amazing results already and I've just seen growth and I've seen more definition and I've seen more muscle growth and just all those things and I was really just happy to try that because I felt like I was at a point where I was kind of burnt out with her programs because I did them for two years that I needed to try something else not because they aren't amazing programs but I just felt like I was ready to do something a little bit more intense that was completely customizable to me and my goals because with the workout plans, they aren't like, it's just something I'm getting from her, but like, she's pretty much going for the same goals. I would say with her plans that I am, which is just like growing the booty, like just becoming more muscular, losing weight where you don't want it, gaining muscle, you know, I don't know. Whenever someone asks me what my goals are, I don't have like strict goals. I just want to continue building muscle to be honest with you. So that's kind of where I'm at. But so basically, I really do actually want to become a certified personal trainer, mainly to educate myself even more just because I love health and wellness so much. And I always get asked about workout plans and you guys want to know like, hey, can I get your workout plan? Like, can you like make me one? And it's like, I honestly don't even really know how to make a work. Like I could make a workout plan, but like not with just like my own knowledge. So I want to do that one for myself, just because overall in my whole life, I want to have that. I just feel like it's cool to have. And I want to be able to actually give you guys workout plans that are, I can say are like awesome ones that I also am using as well. And just learn everything that I can honestly about the body, certain muscles, all that stuff, everything and how it all comes together. But so yeah, my goal is to just educate myself more and then be able to make my own workouts and make workouts for you guys as well. So that's definitely a goal that I would like to get done within the next year or so. Maybe this year even would be super ideal. I would actually really like to do that. It's not too expensive. I'm currently very dedicated in general to health and wellness. And I just feel like it's something that comes really naturally to me and something that I'm passionate about. Just sharing my meal ideas and everything with you guys. Sharing, like I always am giving you guys information and you guys love it. So it's like, why not make this something where I can actually like, 
put all my time and effort into it. Aside with the podcast and like other things that I'm kind of just trying to make it one big overall thing where I just feel like it's credible, it's good, and I'm giving you guys great information. Who knows, maybe I'll train people in person someday, but I don't even, I don't know right now. I'm figuring it all out, but I think definitely the virtual thing or working with clients in general, a couple of them, that would be awesome. But so tips for starting. So let's get into it. The nitty gritty, the nitty gritty. All right. Starting with, you want to find your why. That is the biggest thing about this, to stay consistent with it. It will help you get up on the days that you do not want to get up and you do not feel like going. It's going to be what continuously reminds you of why it's important to you. Your why is what will help you form this as a habit and stay self-disciplined. So even if you don't feel like going, you're going to do it because it's a habit. You know what I mean? Why? So example, for me, it's for mental health and to feel your best. You do not want the why that you come up with to be about anybody except you. It has to be for you and only you. So again, for me, it's to feel good mentally, to feel my best mental health. Like it's just all of it. Whenever you work out, whenever you move your body, obviously there's amazing physical effects that come with it too, but it's literally for the mental health effects for me and just feeling my best. Whenever you move your body, you feel good. You produce more serotonin and there's just so much stuff that goes into it, but you got to have your own reason. Don't do it because you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't even do it necessarily for like a physical reason. I mean, you can, but do it for yourself. Don't do it to look better for X. Do it to look better for you or to feel healthier or to know that you are feeling your body and like preventing future diseases. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You just pick something that makes it seem personal to you and whatever, whether that's you wanting to be able to go on walks with your dog every single day, or you wanting to be able to prevent future diseases or issues with your heart or wanting to make sure that whenever you do age and you get older and you're in your eighties, that you're still able to be active and you're not hurting. You know what I mean? You're actually able to really move your body still. I think that's definitely a huge goal of mine also as well. I want to stay healthy throughout my lifetime and do everything that I can to make myself and my body feel its best. Next point, if you don't like the type of exercise that you're doing, try something else. Just because you're not liking it right off the bat doesn't mean that it's that you hate all exercise and it shouldn't turn you off from moving your body as a whole. Just because you don't like weightlifting doesn't mean that you won't love Pilates or it doesn't mean that you won't like spin or hot yoga or yoga or HIIT workouts, which are high interval intensity workouts. So you know what I'm saying? There's just so much um, out there when it comes to different workouts that you can do. So just making sure that if you try one thing, whether it's even running, walking, boxing, there's so much. So just making sure that you're allowing yourself to try new things if you don't love what you're doing already. If weightlifting isn't it, there's probably another thing that's going to make you move your body in a way that actually makes you look forward to it, gets you excited about it, and you become addicted to in a healthy way. Bottom line, don't be discouraged if the first thing doesn't work because the second thing could be that thing. The third thing could be that thing. So just always kind of continuing to try new things. And if you are at a point where you're like, you know what, I don't really know what I want to get into. Another thing that's just a side note, like your steps in general, the amount of movement that you get throughout the day that maybe doesn't even feel like exercise like just walking around your house even, or going on a walk around your neighborhood or whatever. Like if you get your steps to my step goal, honestly, each day is like 10,000, but like, it's not super strict, but like, that is kind of what I would like to hit just certain things just by walking around or whatever. I do do cardio and stuff too, but to get to your step goal, you can get there without 
working out on a treadmill, you know what I mean? Or an elliptical or a stairmaster. You can do cardio in other ways and you can find ways that you enjoy it that will help you kind of get your activity in. Even if it's just kind of casually walking throughout your day, once you hit your step goal and you hit it consistently, you will see results from that. I promise you. You will see results even if you're not hitting the gym. But my advice, the best way to see results and all that stuff is just to find an overall fitness lifestyle that works for you. So you are moving your body outside of walking too. But your steps, that's like a great place to start. If you're like, I don't know where to start. Just try to get your steps in and see how moving your body makes you feel. Because I promise you're going to be like, wow, like this feels so good. So me, I literally go on two walks a day now. So I have a Husky Malamute. So he's an active boy. All right. So I like to, I've always walked him one time a day for a mile his whole life. But I recently want to get in the habit of walking him twice a day just because I feel like it's good for him. It's good for me. It helps me hit my step goal. He's just honestly eating on a more routine schedule. I notice whenever I walk him more, like it's just good for him all around. He's sleepy. You know what I mean? He's less zoomed out. Like he doesn't get zoomies. If your dog's getting zoomies a lot, probably just walk them more to be honest with you. They have pent up energy. But so outside of that, I didn't even tell you guys exactly what I'm doing now. So I want to briefly tell you because I just realized that. But so I'll walk Marshall twice a day, morning and at night at some point. I'll try to do just like whenever I want. And then I will hit the gym. Honestly, currently it's six times a week. But before I was working with a personal trainer, it was five, five days a week. And then I would do hot yoga on Sundays. But now it's six times a week. So I have two leg days. Um, I have a chest and tries day. I have a back and buys day and I have like a shoulder day, just like an upper body, like all grouped together. And then I will have a core and a cardio only day and with some mobility, just cause I do have a couple issues that I'm trying to fix. But on my upper body days, I will do cardio and my personal trainer just upped me. I never used to do cardio in the gym. I never did. Okay. I swear to God, I was not a cardio in the gym kind of gal until he put it in there. So I went from doing none in the gym to doing three times a week in the gym for like 25 minutes on the treadmill on an incline and like 25 minutes on the Stairmaster. So now it just got up again. So now I'm doing three or I'm doing four days a week of cardio. Um, I think two of them are treadmill and two of them are the Stairmaster. Like God bless. I did the Stairmaster today for the second time in my life, realistically. And I actually did it for 30 minutes. Okay. So if you want a good playlist, that's going to be good for the stair stepper specifically, I will have that linked in my bio down here, like in the show notes, same with my workout playlist and all that stuff, which we'll touch on here in a second. But I did just want to give you an idea of what I'm doing in the gym now. And all that is weightlifting. So with dumbbells, machines, lifting like heavier weight, but you know what I'm saying? My next tip would be to start small. You just want to make sure that you're not overwhelming yourself before you begin because you will set yourself up to fail and it will become unenjoyable for you, which is the last thing that you want. We want it to be something that you can continue doing each and every day, something that you look forward to again. So you just want to make sure that you're starting small. That way you're like, okay, cool. I can do this. It makes you understand that you got this. So for example, your long-term goal, let's say it would be to work out five to six times a week. I would say start with a smaller goal of working out like two to three times a week, because if you hit your goal, you're going to be like, awesome. I got this. Like I can do this. Whereas if you're hitting or you're setting goals that you continuously, maybe it's too much for you to start with right off the bat, you're going to make yourself feel discouraged and it's going to make you feel like you can't do it, even though you quite literally can and you are so capable, but working out two to three times a week, if you hit that two, awesome. If you hit the three, awesome. If you hit more than that, even better. But you see what I'm saying? It's more empowering. So just start smaller so that you can see what works for you, your life and your schedule 
best. Once you get a feel for it and you show yourself that you can achieve the goals that you're setting, it's so much easier to stay consistent and work your way up. Next tip, don't feel like you need to start lifting super heavy right away, okay? We are not Hercules, we are not Superman. We, if you have not lift before, like you're just gonna literally, for what? Like for what? You know what I mean? If you don't know what you're doing quite yet, which is not something that you should ever feel like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. No, if you don't know what you're doing in the gym yet, you're normal and that's where you start. That's a stepping stone. So by making sure that you're not lifting heavier than what actually works for you is just going to one, help your body so much because you're not going to be injuring yourself. You're not going to be doing the movement wrong and you're not going to be making it something that literally seems awful. Like you want to make it like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Again, you want to make it an, an enjoyable experience for you because at the end of the day, working out is not supposed to be something that you hate. It should be something that makes you excited and you should enjoy moving your body. You know what I mean? So starting, starting with literally low weight is not embarrassing and you should not be embarrassed of that. You just have to remember that everybody starts somewhere. So for example, when I started using dumbbells and just like lifting in the gym in general, I know for a fact I started with like five or seven pounds for my dumbbells, which is just so funny for me now. Um, but when I, I remember when I started, I was kind of like, oh my God, like I felt like a loser. Cause I was like, oh, I'm lifting, you know what I mean? Like nothing. But I'm telling you right now from somebody who literally felt that way before. And I see people in the gym every single day. I'm not paying attention to anybody and what they're lifting ever. I'm only focusing on me and my workout. And I'm telling you right now that doing it that way was good for me because it helped me to get to where I am now. You got to start somewhere. If you don't start with the weights that seem, you know what I mean, maybe a little lighter to you, that's the weight that's comfortable for you right now. And that's the weight that you're at. You got to get your arms like strong. My arms were not strong. <laughs> like my arms were not strong. It was a very humbling experience for me to like go to the gym and be like, all right, cool. Amazing. Like here I am trying to <laughs> lift this five pound. Me and me and Shelby would always like freaking laugh together about this because I started working out with my friend. And that was a huge, huge, huge thing that kept us both consistent. And I will explain a little bit more on that in a second. But we always would reference we felt like SpongeBob from the episode where he's lifting with like stuffed animals on both sides because we're like, oh my God. <laughs> but honestly, it's not embarrassing and you gotta start somewhere for sure. You just don't want you lifting to feel impossible. You want it to be able to perform the exercise accurately with full range of motion, which means like fully coming up and down and back. So you're not like doing half-assed reps, you know what I mean, or cheat reps or whatever. You wanna make sure that you're doing like the full movement. You'll notice it's way too heavy if you barely can breathe when you're doing it and you genuinely, like you'll know if it's too challenging. If you're not able to do the full range of motion, it's too heavy. Once you conquer doing like the full motion, like the full range of motion at a weight that feels comfortable for you to start, you will notice you're able to continue increasing your weight. So what you would do, I would recommend just checking in with yourself each week. So if it feels too easy, definitely go up in weight. And you definitely do not want to be ego lifting. Like we're not ego lifting here. You want to make sure that you're doing what feels good to you. Sometimes you'll get in your own way with this and be like, oh, like I can lift heavier. Like, especially when you're starting, don't do that to yourself. Okay. Because it's just not going to be productive. You need to lift what feels good to you. And that might not even be something that you struggle with, what I just mentioned. But if you ever notice thoughts like that come up just now, I'm comfortable with this. I'm doing literally what's best for me. Like I'll hit my, like the weight that I want to get to. Like just set goals. Keep setting small goals for yourself and it'll keep pushing you to get to them. And it holds you accountable to go to the gym. It's just one big fitness journey for real. It's a whole lifestyle. But you just want to remember the people that you admire in the gym also started where you are. 
They didn't know what they were doing right away. They had to pick up the weight that wasn't as heavy. You know what I mean? They they did not just go in there and start power lifting or start like hip thrusting freaking 275 pounds. You know what I'm saying? You've got to start somewhere and you've got to get the form because once you get the form, then you can really like get into it and really take your fitness to the next level. The next tip I want to tell you, I actually didn't write it down, but I feel like it's so important, which is what I kind of mentioned. If you really want to hold yourself accountable and you don't want to go to the gym alone, I know sometimes it can be anxiety inducing when it comes to the gym. If you, one, aren't comfortable in there yet, you don't know what you're doing, or you feel like you don't know what you're doing, it's all brand new space, you might be a little anxious about going. So totally normal if that's how you feel. Believe me, I can relate to that. I felt that way for a very long time. So I would only do like at-home workouts, which again, if that's what you feel most comfortable doing, do your at-home workouts, like for sure. But just know that if you want to take it to the next level, don't let your anxiety hold you back from getting in the gym and feeling like you can actually do those things, okay? Because I promise you, I was there for a minute. And you you can stay there for a minute, but you don't want to live there unless you don't have an issue with it at all. And if so, I commend you. But my tip, if you are feeling a little bit like anxious about getting started, would be to just find someone to go to the gym with, a gym buddy, gym best friend, your gym whatever, your gym wife, your gym husband, okay? Go to the gym with someone because you will literally, nothing's more, literally nothing's more exciting than growing with someone. Whenever you find someone who has the same passion, same goals, and enjoys the same things that you do, you really are able to push each other in the best way. We'll do things in the gym, like when I work out with Shelby, which I haven't been working out with her as much just because our schedules are different and we're doing different workouts and stuff, but we're trying to fix that. I was at the gym with her today, but when we're in the gym, like she would always be like, Michaela, this is what we actually do for this. And I'm like, no, like she'll hold me accountable if I'm doing things wrong and I'll push her if I'm like, you can do this weight. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, yes, this is what we've been doing for weeks. And she's like, no way. I'm like, yes, because me and her are both like... ADHD gals who like can't remember stuff. So sometimes we'll forget what weights were at because we don't write them down like what we're used to doing. We'll just pick it up and figure it out. So my point is find someone that you feel comfortable working out with and you can hold accountable because they will also do the same for you. And it makes it exciting because you're also socializing and it can be looked at as more of a fun thing because sometimes it can be intimidating whenever you get started in the gym if you don't have someone. But at the same time, don't feel like you need somebody to go to the gym with you. That's just a little tip that was helpful for me to get comfortable in the gym, I would say, but um, just put your headphones on, dude, and like get in the zone. That's literally all that matters is you in the gym and your workout. So like, don't be concerned about not having someone in the gym because most people go to the gym alone, I feel like. So, you know what I mean? It doesn't need to be a social hour unless you want it to be. And even with me and Shelby, like we don't want to talk too much because you want to keep your intensity up in your workouts, but like it's, it's nice to have each other for comfort and conversation, mainly in between sets. Next tip, if you don't know how to do an exercise, simply look it up, okay? Google it, YouTube, pictures, you know what I mean? Anything, a lot of your guides that you get, if you do like a gym guide or if you get like a workout plan, they will or should have pictures along the side to kind of show you what to do or give you like a little bit of a visual because I'm someone who does not know what's going on from just seeing words. My personal trainer will tell you that there isn't pictures that come with ours. So I literally have him take me around the gym and I'm like, what is this? Can you show me how to do this? Because again, I'm so upfront with you guys. Like I'm not someone who has all the knowledge right now when it comes to fitness, but like I, I am far along on my fitness journey and like I enjoy it and love it. You know what I mean? So there's always room to learn when it comes to your fitness goals and stuff. And if you don't know how to do something, never be afraid to either ask somebody, honestly, if you do have like gym people in there, but like, I'm going to be honest, I don't do that but like I asked my personal trainer or 
ask Shelby or we'll look something up. But like there's a video for everything. That's the main thing I'd recommend just looking it up on YouTube. You learn through repetition. So again, it's not embarrassing. If anything, it's cool. Like if you're taking the time to check yourself and you're able to check yourself without being hard on yourself, like if you're able to just look up like how to do this and you're not like, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? I think that's so cool in my eyes. So it's better to look it up and do it right than to not look it up and be doing the exercise wrong, you know? Cause then you could injure yourself or you could be targeting the wrong muscles. You could just not be hitting what you're supposed to be hitting. So you wanna make sure that you're doing it the right way. So what I would recommend, what works for me best would be to look up your workout the night before, especially if it's a new one that you don't currently know anything about. And if you're unsure about what some of them are or whatever, just screen record the videos and then you can just save them. So that way you don't have to go looking them up or whatever while you're at the gym. So I would recommend favorite them, all the videos that you screen record, or even if it's photos or whatever, whatever you find that is helpful for you just to remind yourself how to do those exercises and put them in its own workout album on your phone. That way you know exactly where to go. Everything's in the same place. It's not stressful or anxiety inducing once you get to the gym and then you're like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. I look so dumb right now. You know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? I know how brains work, unfortunately. So your brain's not telling you the truth in those situations because you don't look that way. But my point is it helps you feel more calm, more at peace, more confident in the gym. That way you're able to use them to help you learn and be able to use as a reference during your workouts. So doing that obviously is super helpful, but obviously minimum, make sure you know what your workout is before you go to the gym. Even me, before I get there, it just helps me feel more in the zone and more put together when I know exactly what exercises I'm doing. If I'm doing cardio that day, you know what I mean? It's just nice to be able to kind of have an idea before I get there. So it's not like, oh my God, like I'm like overwhelmed or like if all the machines are taken, it's super annoying. Cause like you might find things when you get to the gym that are a little irritating. So just making it as much of a stress-free environment for yourself as possible, just by reviewing it, planning a little bit the night before and making sure that you can reach your goals. It's basically setting yourself up for success. Next. Find a plan that you're excited to start and what works for you. So this would kind of depend, like my advice on this would depend on what kind of exercise that you're doing. So if you're looking to get into weightlifting, I would highly, highly recommend using Tamara Anthony's gym guide, what I used a couple years ago to get started because it's very user-friendly. She's honestly just like a great person. I love her on like social media and stuff. So like she's just a cool person in general. And you can follow along with a lot of her workouts on her Instagram or her TikToks or whatever. Whether you want to do her gym guide, which is one where you get into the gym, you can start with her dumbbell guide or her body only guide. She has three different ones. So the body only would be the easiest one or not the easiest, but like the most kind of getting getting used to moving your body and then dumbbell only at home workouts for both of those two. And you can move your body also, obviously, but like a little bit more intense because you're gonna be using weights. And then it also gives you a nice basis to get used to going to the gym if you're not currently comfortable. Or dive right into going to the gym with a gym guide because everything's in there to make you know what you're doing. And again, if I didn't know how to do cable kickbacks, for instance, I would Google how to do cable kickbacks and I would look up exactly how to do that and kind of get an idea before I get there. But Tamara's guides, honestly, are what helped me feel super confident in the gym and get started. So if you want to know what I would recommend, it would be to try her guides because they're very cheap and you can literally just try one for 15 bucks, see what you think about it, and then whatever. Worst case scenario, you always have that guide and you don't have to do another one, but I definitely think you'd like it. Also, Michaela Marie is a girl who is on social media and she is an athlete and a personal trainer, which obviously Tamara Anthony is a personal trainer as well. 
but Michaela has bomb free workouts. Like they're so good. Okay. And she looks so good. So highly, highly recommend if you want something maybe that is free, you can watch her content on TikTok or Instagram because she always does mic'd up workouts. So essentially what that is, if you don't already know, is literally her working out in the gym, taking you through her workout, giving you the tips that she would give you if you were training with her in person. Mic'd up workouts are like game changing. And if you can stumble across good workouts like that on the internet today, like it's just, it's, there's no excuse to not succeed at this point. There's so many resources out there in like every single thing in life, but especially with fitness and working out, these are two people I would highly recommend and people that I like constantly am consuming their content and I would do their workouts. So I will definitely link everyone that I'm talking to you about in this episode. It'll all be in the show notes. And then if we're talking about yoga or workout classes, if you want to try that instead of weightlifting, I would recommend finding a studio or a gym that works best for you and get a membership to hold yourself accountable. So you can either sign up for classes as you want, but like know where you're going to start going, or you can get a monthly membership to hold yourself accountable. But I don't want to encourage you to do that if like, you know what I mean? You're going to feel like you're wasting money. So just do whatever feels best to you and maybe just start with getting classes as you want. But I feel like the best way to make sure you're getting there is to purchase at least a few so that you, that purchase is making you feel like you should go, but you know yourself better than me. So do whatever sounds best, but definitely find a yoga place or a Pilates place or do the research to find a place that you're like, all right, cool. This is where I'm going to start going. It's nice with those types of classes because you do not have to come up with the workout or like come up with a plan or whatever, or find one. Um, they just kind of supply it during the class, but obviously you are paying for that by going to the class. So it just kind of all evens out. It all depends on what you like, the way that you want to move your body. But I love hot yoga. I love hot yoga. I like to do hot yoga on Sundays. I don't go to hot yoga for my, if you want my honest opinion for like a very hardcore workout. That's not personally why I will go. There's definitely hot yoga classes that you can like kick your butt with. And I still get my butt kicked when I go to hot yoga. But my point is I go there more just to chill and vibe and like move my body and like stretch it in a way that like you just don't get from weightlifting, but it's just very soothing. And whenever you walk out of hot yoga, at least for me, I know other people have different opinions where like they might not like it, but you just feel like this euphoric feeling. It's just the best feeling ever. And I just feel like it's the greatest way to start my week before I like do my groceries and all my stuff on Sundays. So that is what I like to do. Overall, you just want to be setting the vibe for your workout, for your workout situation. You want to make it something that you look forward to. So one, obviously what I just mentioned, you want to do, find your workout, find your place that you're going to start going and you want to have a bomb workout playlist. And this is vital. Like if you, if you skip this part, you're going to have trouble. If you skip the bomb playlist part, okay, you're really setting yourself up for some failure to be honest, because you need some good music that's going to get you in the zone. Maybe you don't like listening to music when you work out. And if so, I wish I was like you, maybe, but like I need that music. So whatever honestly works best for you. I know some people don't like music, but or like listening to it during their workout or whatever, but I love having a bomb workout playlist to just get in the zone and make sure that there's like a vibe. Like it's maintaining the vibe that I want to have during my workout and just like good energy. This will determine how good your workout is, I promise. Like I really personally feel that way. It is so worth it though to just take a second, take some time and make a playlist that you love and that it can get you hype every single day, either before the gym, on the way to the gym, at the gym, all of it, because good music equals good energy, which equals a good mood, which equals a good workout. Hey, I don't make the rules. So if you want to listen to my playlist, because I do genuinely feel obviously this passionate about it, that like I do take the time. I have a playlist. that's like 30 or 40. I don't even know how like long it is, but it is called putting in work. It is my Spotify playlist. I do not have Apple music. I'm sorry. That's the only 
place that I currently like have music or listen to music and I have all my playlists on there um, under Michaela Deal. So I'll have everything linked again on the bottom, but the playlist that I work out to every day is called Putting In Work. And I do need to make a new workout playlist to be honest, because I've been jamming to this one for a long time and I do add to it a lot, but I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, I love this, but I need, I want to have like ones honestly, like primarily for hip thrusting or like really like hardcore songs when I need like the very hardcore vibes. Like when I really need to like push myself, you need, you need a playlist for that too. And the last little part to like set up your whole vibe situation, you don't have to do this at all, but I recommend that you find a pre-workout that you like. So my favorite pre-workout is from Beam. It is a brand that's called You Can Beam is like what the website is. I'll have that linked as well. I'm obsessed with them. I've been using this for so, so, so freaking long. Like the whole, the whole time that I've been like taking fitness seriously. So for years and I've tried pretty much all their flavors and they do have ones that are caffeinated and ones that are stimulant free. So stim free ones still have that pump that you would get from the one pre-workout that makes your workout like feel more intense, but you just aren't jittery maybe, or you don't have some of the stuff that the other one would have. I am somebody who is a little bit more um, sensitive to caffeine. So with pre-workout, it's very important to me that I'm taking one that makes me feel good, but doesn't make me feel like super anxious or like overly jittery to the point of like not feeling good. So I can definitely tell you Beam's pre-workout is perfect if you're somebody especially even like that. But if you are someone who isn't affected in that way, it's still a bomb, bomb pre-workout. So um, the serving size, I want to say, is like two scoops and I take one when I take theirs. And honestly, right now I'm taking their stim free just because I am on ADHD medication, which is a stimulant. So for me, just already knowing that I am more caffeine sensitive, that's what I prefer to take at the moment. But I do still take their caffeine one in the meantime, because I'm currently out of the stim free and it's perfect. Like it really isn't a big deal, but it's just what I personally want to do. So I will have the link below and I do actually have a code with them too, just because of how much I love them. Like I genuinely love them so much. So my code is M-I-C-H-D. So that will be linked below. And that's off your entire order if you want to get like their protein or the recovery aminos. I've tried their proteins, the recovery, every single thing. Like naturally love them. Favorite flavors of pre-workout, by the way, just in case you are wanting to get some, is blue sour gummy, watermelon candy, and pink lemonade. I would say watermelon candy is my favorite favorite, but then blue sour gummy and then pink lemonade. And the last part of the vibe, okay? Setting the vibe here. You want to invest in, I would recommend like five, four or five workout sets that match and that get you excited to work out and that you feel confident in because this will eliminate decision fatigue. You'll never have to really figure out what do I wear to the gym? Like you already got matching sets, babe, or you already know exactly what you're going to be wearing. Okay. This is easy. And the second that you have an outfit that makes you excited, you know what I mean? You want to wear it. You're more likely to get, get to the gym and it's going to make you want to work out. Same thing goes for guys. If you're a dude and you're listening to this, just buy some clothes, some outfits, some like workout outfits or whatever that make you excited to go to the gym as well. Something that you look forward to and you're like, all right, cool. Like I look sick. I can go to the gym. That's the overall point of this little step. And I really think that it's like super, super important because whenever you have outfits that make you excited, like you're hundred percent going to get to the gym, you know, no one can stop someone in a matching fit for sure. Next tip, do not forget to fuel your body. Super important part. You want to make sure that you're eating enough. And if you're unsure, if you are eating enough, you can reach out to a registered dietitian, or if you do work with a personal trainer or something, they can give you some guidance. But if you're not fueling your body with the food and the fuel that it needs, you're just not going to see the results that you want. You're not going to be able to build muscle. You're not going to be able to see exactly what it is that you're looking for. And you're probably not going to feel up to working out. Your body needs a certain amount of food in order to feel energized for your workout. So just for a little example, I eat probably about like 1800 to 2000 calories max on like a weekday. 
Um, on the weekends, I really don't track anything to be honest with you, but, um, I would say probably like 1800 ish if I had to guess most days, but everyone has different needs based on your age, your weight, your activity level. But I do just want to be transparent and share this information with you guys, just because I know a lot of people sometimes will feel bad, um, about eating or just eating a certain amount. And I just want to be very food positive and very conscious of the fact that I know not everybody has that type of relationship with food, but it is important to form a healthier one or work on it if we can. So I'm always here to help with that. And if you guys ever have any like questions or anything regarding that, please feel free to ask. As you can hear Marshall shaking it out back here. I just wanted to share that information just in case anybody currently does not have a great relationship when it comes to eating or food or whatever, just to show you it is okay and it's amazing and it's necessary to fuel your body. You just wanna make sure that you are intaking enough protein, carbs, and fats just because your body needs all of those things, especially protein if you're trying to build muscle and carbs in general like are huge for your energy and for everything. Like you need carbs. Carbs are not bad, I promise. Overall, I just want to encourage you all to feel better and live a healthy lifestyle. So however I can encourage that, I'm happy. That is all for the tips today, but I do just want to give a couple of gym anxiety reminders before we go. I think I'm giving you guys a lot, to be honest with you. I thought I only had a couple, but I guess we're going to get into a, a couple reminders here. First one being that no one is paying attention to you, okay? I understand that. I understand it can be super anxiety-inducing, like I mentioned earlier, to go to the gym, but no one's paying attention to you, I promise. And everyone's focused on themselves the way that you are focused and thinking about yourself. So just think about that for a second and let that sink in because it makes sense whenever you think about it. You're like, oh, shit. Everybody, like, think about how much you're focused on you and your life and what you're doing and your movements and everything. Everybody is the exact same way about themselves. If anyone is focused on you or whatever, that's their problem, not yours. Everyone in the gym just wants to see others succeed, honestly. I really think that. And if not, again, it's a personal issue with that person. It has nothing to do with you. We shouldn't take that problem onto ourselves. That can be their own problem. If you don't feel comfortable doing something yet, that's okay. Work yourself up to it. So maybe if you don't feel comfortable working out next to everybody yet in super crowded areas or whatever, or maybe a certain exercise, you don't feel comfortable doing that yet, just find a private room. Like there's a bunch of rooms normally in gyms, like a couple like side ones that you could go and have a little bit more privacy in there to do your exercises or do that exercise that you don't feel comfortable doing. Just get some more space or you can find a corner. So if you don't feel comfortable being around people, just find a corner in the gym and just kind of vibe out and do your own thing and kind of get away from people. As much as nobody is paying attention to you, I have been there. I understand what it's like to not feel comfortable, you know what I mean, doing certain movements or exercises yet if you don't know what you're doing. So like, don't feel bad, you know what I mean, if you want to do something in a different room. But at the same time, I encourage you to force yourself out of your comfort zone to just do it around people because there's literally nothing wrong with that. And it'll just empower you. The more that you do the things that scare you, you will just feel so much like more confident in the gym. Next little reminder, don't be afraid to smile at strangers or people, okay, in general, because a lot of times you can be extra hard on yourselves, especially just in your head. We can kind of get in our own ways and kind of get in the way of us connecting with people and just make things harder on ourselves than they actually need to be by avoiding, you know what I mean, making eye contact or smiling just because you might feel uncomfortable, which valid if you do, but just know that if you allow yourself to look up in those moments and just take in the environment around you and make eye contact and smile at someone, I promise you're going to notice that that person's nice and they're going to smile back or you're just going to feel like just not as stressed out or as negative in your head, I promise. And then who knows, then you could make a friend. I know me when I'm at the gym, I know I can kind of just get in my own world and I know I don't like I don't actually mean to come off this way but I can maybe look a little bit unapproachable just because I am doing my own thing or whatever but I try to be more approachable in the gym these days I would say just by 
kind of looking around more, making myself just kind of more in the environment, not just in my own world, because by doing that, then you can make eye contact with like someone and be friends with them or like you'll make small talk. And I promise the more that you allow yourself to appear more relaxed and approachable in those settings, people will approach you more. Not that you want that to happen, but I'm saying like for if you want like girlfriends or like if you're a guy and you want to make some friends or whatever, you'll just feel like you kind of make a little bit more of a community once you kind of make a more conscious effort to appear more approachable. But you definitely don't have to because I definitely don't do that every single day. But I try to. I just always try to make people feel as comfortable as possible in the gym. So however I can do that, you know, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in like the kindness of strangers and just being nice to people, being nice to everybody. You don't have to know them and just making sure that you do smile at people. You don't need to know them because you never know what someone's going through. So that smile that you exchange with them could be something that completely turns their day around. The smallest things have such impact on people that we don't even know. Overall, if you exude good energy, you will attract that because whatever you are giving off is what you're going to attract back to you. Unfortunately, this can like work for us or against us for sure. Nothing is embarrassing. Okay. This is the next thing I really want to get into. Nothing is embarrassing unless you let yourself feel embarrassed. Look at it as it's funny and it's an opportunity to learn and grow. No such thing as looking stupid. Like there just isn't a thing as looking dumb. Whenever you mess up or whenever you may appear quote unquote stupid to yourself or whatever, because you're afraid of like maybe someone perceiving you that way, you're not because you are literally learning in that moment. You got to mess up to achieve things. You know what I mean? You got to mess up so that you can succeed. You know what I'm saying? You being at the gym at all is you taking action in the right direction. So you just want to make sure that you're celebrating yourself and you're reminding yourself of how proud that you should be because you are showing up for yourself at all. So anytime those little moments come up, just remind yourself of the positive aspects of that because that's what outweighs those little silly moments. If you trip, it's not embarrassing. Just laugh about it for real. Overall, just always celebrating your wins and acknowledging your growth that you're having because it's huge. You want to make sure that you're keeping track of those things because if they just happen, you might not even allow yourself to enjoy the fact that you did something that you've been wanting to do for so long. You know what I mean? So by doing something that you once avoided, let's say, if maybe you didn't want to work out in crowded areas, but you allowed yourself to do that one day, small win. Okay. So exciting. So proud of you. Or maybe you don't normally do the Stairmaster, but you tried that new. Amazing. So proud of you. Anything, whether it's PR, so personal record is what that stands for if you don't know. So for you outdoing maybe a certain weight that you were able to do, now you leveled up and you're able to do like the next weight. That is a PR. Or if you're doing like cable exercises and you're using a 30 and the next week it comes up and you're able to use a 40, that's a PR baby. So just little things like that. They can be so small, they can be so overlooked, but just making sure that you're giving yourself time to actually celebrate those. Trying new exercises is a big one because if you don't feel comfortable maybe doing hip thrust, allow yourself to do them whenever you feel comfortable. That is a huge goal, okay? Whenever you finally feel comfortable to do so out in like a room or whenever you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, anytime that you're doing that is a occasion to celebrate or a moment to celebrate. And you want to make sure that you were taking progress pics, okay? Progress photos. So this would be you taking pictures of yourself like flexing and not flexing of like your arms and like just overall like full body view so you can see how everything's kind of improving the longer that you are being active and starting your fitness journey and all of that because it's so, so beneficial and nice to be able to look back on those because whenever you're having a bad day or you feel like you're not seeing results in the gym, I promise you those photos are going to show crazy results that your mind isn't even like acknowledging on a daily basis because you're used to looking at yourself, you know, like you're not noticing, but when you compare photos, you're like, damn, the easiest way to track your progress and make you feel so proud is literally just by taking progress pics. I need to be better at this, to be honest with you. 
because I took them in February and like you want to make sure you're taking them at least like once a month or even more if you want but your photos are gonna be like damn like I looked so like look at me like I'm like look I'm looking so good like my hard work's paying off and that's what's gonna keep you not only excited about your fitness journey but it just it reminds you why you, you love to do it because like you are growing so much not only physically but mentally and just as a person we're growing as we're going, okay? That is the whole point of this. We are growing each and every day. That is it, guys. So I hope that you can all get started on your fitness journey in whatever way that you want to, and hopefully you can apply one of these tips or a lot of these tips to help you kind of get where you're trying to go. That's the whole point. But I'm very proud of myself for getting this done before I have dinner with my friends because we're going to my one of my favorite restaurants, Matt's El Rancho, Mexican food. Oh my God, I'm so excited. They have the best tacos literally ever. They're the carne, no, they're not carne asada. They're the Asadera, Asadera tacos. God bless. Okay, I cannot wait. But the fact that I got this done right now, now I can just get ready and have a blast. And this is the biggest thing for me each and every week. And now it's like a weight off my shoulders. So that is called setting yourself up for success. Okay, making your future self happy. So I'm going to continue trying to do this and get my podcast recorded earlier in the week. You know, so my birthday is coming up next week. I don't, yeah, it's next Saturday. That's so crazy to me. My birthday's in 10 days right now. Today's the third, so it's on the 13th. So I need to come up with something cool to talk to you guys about for my birthday podcast for sure. So yeah, the next one that you listen to, it will have something to do with my birthday or something along the sort. I'm very excited. So I'll come up with that. And like I said, there'll be some guests coming on. All the good things. I'm traveling home to Pennsylvania just in case you haven't heard the update anywhere else, but I'm going home. So I will be leaving on the 9th, coming back to Austin on the 17th, seeing family, seeing my friends, celebrating my birthday, celebrating Abby's baby's second birthday. I'm so excited. Happy early birthday, Grayson. Love you so much. Okay. Love you so much. You're not listening to this, but I will play this part so you can hear it. We're little Taurus twins. Okay. He's literally his birthday is the day after mine. So we basically just have shared birthdays at this point because I'm always going to be probably wherever he's having his birthday for my birthday. So I'll have a lot of travel updates for you guys at some point, but I will be traveling. And before I come back to Austin, from Pennsylvania, I will be going to North Carolina with Abby and her husband and their baby to spend like a day or two with them before I come back just because a necessity. Okay, me and Abby will come up with any reason to try to see each other. I literally am hating the fact that she doesn't live in the same city as me. I really, really don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I miss her. So yeah, hopefully maybe at some point we'll change that. Who knows? My workout tip for you of the week would be maybe if you don't currently go to the gym, find a workout plan or find a workout class that you want to try something of the sort try to kind of get started in your fitness journey if you don't currently have one in some way it doesn't need to be anything crazy or just make that goal of like taking one daily walk a day something just outside could even be inside on a treadmill whatever it is that gets your body moving and makes you feel good try to start a fitness habit of some sort your future self thanks you i'm so excited to go eat my freaking tacos i will talk to you guys next week i love you so much thank you for listening all the links will be below i will see you next monday